they could not have expected, nor would they have wished to see as much of the mad and macabre as they were to see that day. For them, an idyllic summer afternoon drive became a nightmare. Hello and welcome to tonight's episode of Real Horror Show. Tonight, I'm joined by Helen Dowling. Oh, hey everybody, how's it going? Connor Dowling, Helen Dowling in the house. Are we actually keeping this intro? <laughs> What was wrong with the intro? It was beautiful. I'm Mark Sheridan. <laughs> and I'm Ali Har. Great. And, and you're Connor McMahon. And I'm Connor McMahon. No. I think I said that already. Uh, Mac Con- Mayhem. Mac- what's your, Connor, what's your Instagram Connor handle? Connor.McMahon. Yeah, Connor, nine. are you on Instagram? <laughs> I've started on Instagram now. We suggest I've, people follow. I've done about five posts. Would you I, call them I, hits? Are you going viral? Um, nine likes, I believe. <laughs> I'm gonna, any I'm good gonna, hash browns I'm in gonna there? look them up right now. One was a curly whirly, which was definitely my favorite. No, no, let's one. stay on point. Yes, We're doing horror movies. Uh, okay. Hashtag Connor.McMahon nine on Instagram. <laughs> so I don't know my handle Instagram, but follow me too. <laughs> See Dowling. Let's talk about horror. Let's, let's talk about horror. Let's okay. Let's jump right in. Let's jump in. What do we want to jump into? We've got some big ones to talk about, but will we save our big ones kind of till a little bit later on? We build up to the depends how long we run for them. <laughs> sure, sure. Is there anything yeah. particular? Yeah, if you got if you got small news, we can. Well, move. obviously, we want to talk about Pet Cemetery, <laughs> but I think I think people would like to get a bit of anticipation for that. You know, okay, that's going to be they're the going to feel my anger. Yeah, they're going to feel it brewing age. as the episode my goes on. My breathing will yeah. get yeah. intensively a okay. little more. I'm going to start off with uh, Ted Bundy, the, the <laughs> oh. movie. Oh, there, are we talking about Extremely Wicked, Shocking, yes. Evil and Vile, the Zac Efron, directed by Joe Berlinger? Exactly. Let, let's talk about that. Let's Haven't talk about that. that. Is that read on the Netflix? Sc- I read the it's script. On okay. Sky um, and it's in the cinema, so it okay, was a day-on-day okay. day release. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, yeah, so I haven't seen it, but I read the script prior I've seen it. Okay. Production. Have I people seen the documentary? Yes. No. Are we talking about the Ted Bundy tapes? Because it's the same director. The, yeah, yeah, yes. it is. Yeah. yeah, same director. So Joe yeah. Berlinger, like, is it Berlinger? Berlinger, Not sure. whichever. Uh, you know, an amazing documentary filmmaker yes. who did the Three Paradise Lost films. Oh, yeah. Three Paradise like, oh, uh, Brilliant okay. ones. And obviously some kind of monster, the Metallica film. Oh, yeah. Uh, obviously Blair Witch 2. Uh, on the fictional side no, of things, Blair, Blair Witch Two, uh, uh, Book of Shadows. No, yes, know, okay, it's yeah. amazing. Um, no, it's terrible. So it's it's you know he he's had a, a mixture of these kind of things. Uh, he also what else did he do? Um, it doesn't matter. But this is his attempt to he, he released the Ted Bundy tapes documentary on. I was Netflix. attempt yeah. is a good word. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, do you want to even actually give like I presume people know who Ted Bundy is, but do you want to give even just a very basic introduction to? Well, like, I mean, like, T- Ted Bundy, serial killer, celebrity serial killer. One of charismatic, you know, charismatic. One of the most yeah. infamous charismatic. Deborah yeah. Harry was in his car. She escaped. No way. Death, yes. Like, That's as in the factor. Debbie Harry. As in Blonde Day. No, yeah. yeah, no way. I mean, I think what, what made him particularly popular was it was, I mean, it was, it was the courtroom was filmed yes, yes. you know the first so, I think the first, the first one, yeah. major yeah, yeah. Uh, court yeah. case public mm. side which was like I mean I thought the documentary was very impressive uh, Same, uh, even yeah. though it didn't focus usually on the last tapes but the story of Ted Bundy is pretty interesting it was, it was yeah. nothing we hadn't seen before yeah. we didn't know but it was done in like yeah and yeah. all those bits you thought wow I'd love to see them reenacted mm. and then you watch the film and they kind of skip over all the interesting parts and also the bits that you've seen in the documentary almost, I mean, in a way, almost seeing the documentary probably took away from the film in the sense that uh, like things that look really authentic 
you feel them trying to recreate it and not yeah. succeeding in a way. There was that a few scenes where you could feel even Zac Efron's mannerisms were basically he was just trying to copy, copy the video the guy, footage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, overall with the film, I thought what what I thought was interesting about the film was that it didn't show any of the murders. I suppose it tried to take this angle on it. Now, I'm not saying whether that was a good thing or a bad yeah, thing. I but I'd like you to, to make a statement on that, but go on. My big problem with the film was, first of all, I felt that it, it tried to focus on, say, the relationship between him and his, his girlfriend. girlfriend. Yeah. And I actually thought that was really weak. Like, as in, when that's the Absolutely. core of your movie, and it's almost like, you know, when a film forces into oh, we love each other, but I haven't seen any scene. They where... don't actually try and establish why it's important to see it from this perspective at yeah. all. I felt no sympathy for the girl. So basically, Ted Bundy had a somewhat long-term girlfriend. Did he get married to her? And yeah, he did in he court. Did. No, that was a different oh, woman, a different actually. Woman. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, was but it? he, you know, he was connected with this woman and at the same time he was going off and he was doing these incredibly brutal murders and there was a time where she kind of believed that maybe he was being set up and he wasn't... Um, well, we presume he wasn't. Uh, but the film, from what I heard, actually, the original script when people read it said it was really interesting because mm, yeah. it was all just about this guy called Ted and it was only halfway through you realised that she's actually going out with Ted Bundy. Ah. Now, I understand from a marketing point of view why you kind of have yeah. to push the facts about Ted Bundy, mm. but the film would have had a lot more impact if there was this question going through of who's this poor guy? Is he being set up? How strange is this? Yes. But there are no questions like that in this film no. at all. Like... And I thought, if you're going to avoid the murders, which I think is a terrible thing to do, but if you are going to avoid it, you've got to show me and make me really believe that the version that the public saw of Ted Bundy was so charismatic, so charming, that you can understand why people questioned whether yes. this guy could do those killings. Yeah. The film never made me question that. Ali. Question from Ali? It's not really a question, it's more of a statement. <clears throat> so I worked for a production company that made that film. That's the end of my statement. It's that's, a, why it is. that's why. That's why. Do you have any insights? Any? Can I have your autograph? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like so. Um, Voltage are obviously like they they make super 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 marketable films. They're like that's the like biggest their, independent that's their production main company in Hollywood. Thing. One of them, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely one of them. And the script I read when it was uh, when it just came into us from from development. And it was really, really interesting, obviously, being, you know, the the in-house, like, horror nerd. Yeah. They were like, here, Ali, read this. I loved it. At that point, Zac Efron was not attached to it. Sure. Kind of love that he is because he is that charismatic, like, you know. He's a handsome dude. Um, He he was squandered in the film, but yeah, he could have been I felt he was kind of annoying in the film. Yeah. But I think he could have done a great job. Sorry, anyway, Ali. Oh, no, 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 not at all. Um, But so I think that when you're looking at it from, like, it being a good film... It's they're thinking about it in terms of the wider general audiences yeah. and what's marketable and what's rather than actually considering horror fans yeah. or considering genre fans or considering, you know. It's a stranger though, because like I understand it going straight to Sky and it was like it was yeah. an ITV that I yeah. saw it on. Like it makes sense. It's a TV movie. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah and yeah. that's fine. But I think if I'd gone to the cinema and I'd paid 15, mm. 16, yeah. 17 mm. euro to see this, mm. you'd be horrified because none of the scenes have any kind of. There's nothing gelling them together, connecting them. It's like a bunch of bits. That's what uh, it felt like. Like a, it felt Totally incoherent. Totally. I, I really had this feeling about the, the thing. And it was like badly edited, I thought, Awful. as well. Like yeah. it would be like. Even the documentary, say a scene that, you know, a real life scene that was filmed from one camera 
It was be like it's like he had seven cameras shooting the thing. No sense of and there was a scene. It was like they were trying to do you know Silence of the Lambs where they yes. do this thing where they talk to camera. Yes. Now if you watch Silence of the Lambs, they slowly build to that from wider shots into close-ups and then they end on tighter shots. This it would be like it would go to the tighter shots, then go to a wide shot, then go to a shot from the ceiling, then go to it was like there's no coherency. Yeah, There's was, no one behind the camera actually telling you the story. The, the camera didn't feel like it was actually narratively building to anything. Yeah, it was yeah. just here you can see it happening. Yes, yeah. And like I, I understand again the approach if you're, if you're trying to make us like Ted Bundy to have that kind of confusing notion about him fine. But by skipping all the murders and I actually thought the documentary did a bad job on this as well is his crimes particularly of all the serial killers out there were incredibly brutal. Like mm-hmm. just truly disgusting and appalling mm-hmm. and animalistic and by skipping them away there's this notion that the charm and charisma of this guy is all we're interested in now if you show me both of them if you make me like him Mm -hmm. when I see him in public and then I see this guy being monstrous that's something that's disturbing and makes us kind of question but by not showing them at all I I was I was pretty amazed there's a couple of shots of real footage in it and we'll get on to another film later on that did yeah, a I'm similar thing that's that the same production company is it yeah. uh, which is The Haunting of Sharon Tate yeah. um, and we'll talk about that or I will angrily rant about it in a, um, in a few minutes and days. again th- so they they Voltage are because they're a sales company they very much have like a firm hand in the edit yeah. they, they do have a lot of say when it comes to it and again they're trying to make it as commercial and marketable well, I, I have a possible. question in, rela- in relation <coughs> to that like, mm-hmm. when I saw this Ted Bundy movie coming out my first kind mm-hmm. of question and I think it's the question that a lot of producers ask when a script is brought to them mm-hmm. first question looking at it was why now like why are we getting a Ted Bundy film now when I feel like there was a Ted Bundy film in the noughties that I, I there saw was, and actually yeah. it was a much better version yeah. I think yeah. like it's not a perfect film but it actually did a much better job at telling yeah. the truthful story of kind of going of like it's, it's almost 2020 why are we making a movie about this guy when it feels like we've already explored him so much in I mean I'm, I'm not sure I know like if like there's this kind of zeitgeist when you when you're working in development, you'll you'll notice that you get a lot of scripts and like we had two or three Ted Bundy scripts in the same wow. way like H H Holmes. Yeah. It it just you know yeah. I don't know what it is in yeah. in the you know someone no, it, does. Hear, it comes so around it, yeah. and, and it there's just, a lot of people just... listen to like true crime podcasts and stuff yeah. like yeah, that yeah but I mean yeah. I, I, I read that script back in 2014 2015 okay. yeah, do, a bit do, ago there, do you know what I mean yeah. so like it's it just you know obviously they have to come through developmental and in the of states course, of and, course. and everything and then by the time it gets made it's you like you know it's which and that's why there's yeah. all, that's why you know there was two L, LBJs I know that's not yeah. horror but it's why yeah. it's why yeah. there's always kind of very similar things that out at the sense. same time I don't understand why sure whether it's people are feeding each other their information going oh that sounds like a good movie and then they yeah. go to separate production companies and go into development yeah. with them I don't know or is it a collective consciousness kind of thing I think it, it could, it could be, a, be a collective that, yeah. consciousness the thing because I get like that you know they go for we're the so marketability smart. side we're of things. So we're really smart oh my god we're hipsters <laughs> But you know when you're looking at something where you're kind of going like obviously it's easy to sell we've got a serial killer he's charismatic we get Zac Efron yeah. involved like it's an mm-hmm. easy sell I get that. And so from a business point of view, I'm like, absolutely, make a film about Ted Bundy. What I don't understand is if you know you're going to sell X amount of units regardless of what you do, then why are you afraid to actually do something with the video? They're going to go and see the movie anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can actually be a bit braver. Like, you know, I 
the ones that stand out the test of time, whether they are Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer, Amazing. whether they are, I think Jim Van Weber's uh, Charlie's Family or the Manson Family, I think yes, releases afterwards, great, like yeah. incredibly disturbing film. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they go the violent side. You can go on the, you know, the less kind of brutal side as well, but you definitely got to do something. And like you were saying with the cameras, like, it just felt to me like the guy wasn't that interested in, in telling any particular story about because it. Because they didn't want to make Zac Efron, who is their moneymaker, their yeah. face, their bod. They didn't want to make him too bad too bad which is frustrating because that feels almost like it would be the point of having like you know yeah. a teen heartthrob growing up playing a dark character I know, yeah. I love those like having it was a great opportunity yeah. to do something yeah. interesting yeah, yeah it's like Elijah Wood in Maniac or something yeah. 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 or Daniel Radcliffe in everything he did yes. after <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah. for, for anyone who hasn't seen Maniac the, the remake of Maniac I gotta say watch that film or if you see, haven't seen it in a while rewatch it because I watched it again a couple of months ago and I think it's really strong yeah I mean I love the original Maniac me too has a, I have a soft it's different that that's got a, yeah, yeah, a yeah. real rawness to yes. it yeah yeah that is true uh, but uh, yeah, so uh, from the two of the four real horror show things, I think it's a thumbs down for extremely. I can't remember. I still want to still want to see it because yeah. I was. Would you, would you say yeah. it's worth a watch? Like, no, I actually really? honestly wouldn't. Say avoid. But, but like, yeah, I, I thought I it was re- bad. Yeah. I thought it was bad. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I was bored. I'm, I'm not surprised. I was bored. I'm genuinely not surprised to watch it. I I'm amazed like, oh, I it got a proper cinema that, release, you know? though, considering about it. But yeah, documentaries are Voltage are very good at their jobs. Again, Zac Efron is a moneymaker. Yeah. Yeah, and he isn't too bad in it. It's just the script isn't good, but I I think yeah. he could have been a pretty the good Ted Bundy. Uh, well, the, the version. Uh, let's be on honest, he's pretty easy on the eyes. Am I right, fellas? Am I right? Anyway. And I am loving those memes about, what memes? about what memes? the High School Musical, and like there's like one where you know Zac Efron puts like a T because his name is Troy in High yes, School Musical, and he puts it around. You don't need to tell once. me his name. Oh, Saws. No, but no, but it makes sense because then it has like the top panel, and then the second part of the panel is like her going, "What does the T stand for?" Yeah. Oh. Troy oh, and he's like no Ted love like it. love it that is dark Sauce. let's keep this horror focused yes. <laughs> okay um, what else I, I saw a film I saw two films <laughs> uh, on the weekend I watched uh, Escape Room has anyone seen that there's That's two um, escape rooms, what? but the voltage movie as well. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Wow. Is this a conflict of interest? Are you <laughs> I'm. I'm starting to feel like yeah. <laughs> is this the Adam Robitel one, the guy who directed Insidious Four? Yes. Yes. It is because I actually just watched that, so I want to talk about that afterwards. Right. Okay. Ahead. Cool. I, which I haven't yeah, seen I haven't Insidious movies yet. But Escape Room. It's basically. Have you? Has anyone else seen it? seen it? It's basically like one of these, I don't know how you describe it, but it's kind of like, it would be in the same category as like your Final Destination kind of films or like those kind of like, Films that are just based on like a, a, a kind of um, in vogue concept. So mm-hmm. I guess yeah. like, you know, escape rooms were really popular there last year, the year before. And someone was like, oh, let's got it. Let's make a horror movie mm-hmm. out of this, you know. Um, so it's one of those movies that you can watch and sit through to the end just because the concept will kind of keep you moving along through the story. But I suppose the execution of it isn't great. It's like five or six people who are brought to this elite escape room that's the like you know the most immersive <laughs> sca- escape room out there and um, they're like a motley crew of people who don't know each other and they're competing for the chance to win 10 grand <laughs> oh, <wow>. <laughs> <laughs> which seems like such a weak uh, prize yeah. there's even like a, like a hotshot business guy who's like you know that 10 grand's gonna be mine <laughs> like, just, get, just get a loan you know uh, but it doesn't have many familiar faces in it except for two actors whose names I looked up and can't remember. But one, uh, she played Jessica in True Blood. She's also in Daredevil. Oh, yeah, oh, Deborah good. Ann Wall. Deborah, Deborah Ann Wall. Ann- 
Deborah Ann Wall, that's it. She's Wall? fantastic. She's great and she's good in the film. And then this other guy who was in that TV show called Reaper, the beardy guy. He's kind of like... Seen yeah, well, oh. uh, those are the only two kind of familiar faces, kind of more so TV actors. The rest didn't know any of them. Um, was it any good? It was... I'd give it like a five out of ten. So was it five out of ten throughout, or were you like for the first forty five minutes you're like I'm in, this is good? And then no, it, it was the other off. way around. It was okay. kind of going, no, oh, I don't know about this, I don't know. And then it kind of hooked me in as cool. the film went on, and okay. I started to enjoy it a bit more. The thing I think it lacked, which is something I would kind of never really say about a film, is there wasn't enough gore. You know mm. what I mean? There yeah. was like all of these like things where people are being like smushed or falling down a thing and it would cut away just before they die. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It felt like it could have done with a little bit of that thing like Saw or Final Destination where you just have this really over the top kind of death. Spread the red. Yeah, exactly. You know? Again, was it like it, Cube at all? Like I remember exactly. watching the trailer. That's, that's one of the things. I thought it was kind of like a bit of a Cube meets Saw yeah. kind of vibe except not obviously not as dark as Saw. Um, and then they're just going through these elaborate uh, escape rooms and realising, oh shit, this is real. And then they find out like Saw that they've all been kind of brought there because they have some sort of thing in common from their past. It's a bit of fun. It is a bit of fun. It's not amazing. Happy three star. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's just, it, I feel like it could have, it could have been a lot better, you know, but I do, I do like those films that just kind of work off a concept like that. And um, when they deliver it, yeah. they're, they're really satisfying. Um, the other film I watched was on Netflix. It was a film called The Silence. Has anyone seen The Silence? Oh, is this the cheap ripoff of Bird Box, which was the cheap ripoff oh, of Stanley Tucci? Yeah. yeah. Stanley Tucci and I love him, that girl, Kiernan from Mad Men and Sabrina. And Mad Men, yeah. It's a. Uh, it's a very kind of shameless kind of rip off of A Quiet Place. Like, what is Danny Tucci doing in that movie? I don't but was it in production before? Like, the book uh, was written before oh, okay. A Quiet Place, oh, but the no film I'm... was not in production. But okay, where does Bird Box come into all of that? Bird, Bird Box, Box is, is a book. Bird Box is a better film than The True. Silence. True. But The Quiet, a Quiet Place is by far oh, it's vastly amazing. superior yeah. to all of them. What, but really, the problem with when you're watching The Silence, you're kind of going, it's just reminding you of how good A Quiet Place yeah, is. You're kind so, of going yeah. like, Jesus, like I actually appreciate A Quiet Place more after watching The Silence. It's so lazy. It, it is. And it just feels like you know, they're all talking to each other all the time. Yes. Like, all the time. Well, Every now and again, they do a bit of uh, let's get, The rules don't language. make sense because, like, it starts off where they're, like, escaping the, the attack of these. It's kind of, it's not really a spoiler to say that yeah. the creatures in this are sort of flying bat-like mm-hmm. creatures that attack. Um, but they're inside their car, which is crashed in the woods, and even coughing within your car is enough yes. to have a mass attack. Yeah. And then later on, they're having a fist fight outside, mm-hmm. and the creatures are all around them, but don't hear them. Lots of inconsistencies. Like I, that. I was going to say, are they doing it in, like, absolute silence? <laughs> 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 yeah. There's a hint once or twice where they kind of go, oh yeah, we'll be real quiet. It's it, it just, it, it's the, so inconsistent. Totally, and it feels like it's borrowed a lot from things like The Walking Dead as well, where it has this kind of post-apocalyptic vibe. And one of the you gotta have the cult. The cult. <laughs> you yeah, gotta that, have the cult. That feels very well. Literally dead. three days after this invasion has started, a cult has already <laughs> formed itself that cuts <laughs> off its tongues and is now trying to recruit more people. It is unbelievable. One of the things that really frustrated me at the start was, you know the way in these post-apocalyptic movies, usually there's some sort of flash of exposition on the news saying, you know, mm. downtown is blackout and there's people riding in the streets. There was like a five minute news report explaining everything with like, you know, uh, user footage of people like um, hiding in their cars saying, <laughs> be quiet, don't make a sound and all this stuff. So they were like, that we're being told that the animals are attracted to the sound, you know, so they're like just laying down yeah, all the rules in this they're one all news report. <laughs> and then there's lots of 
stuff that just feels very kind of uh, done out of convenience like when the son goes in the uncle's car and then suddenly they swap cars and then the uncle crashes and you're like oh they just did that so they could get the son out of the car yeah, you know it's very by mechanics it's, it really is now, like is that Bird Box has flaws but I thought it was, it was mm. a decent attempt there's mm. some yeah. pretty good stuff my mom Box. liked it some, I, yeah. it was, it it was, was a, a quiet place hit, for moms a huge hit for a lot of people who <laughs> yeah. aren't crazy awesome horror hit. fans yeah. definitely yeah. 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 so I think fair. that is it's a cheap man's quiet place but that's still a good enough film this is definitely not it's quite surprising to think that Netflix are, are bothering their ass with something such important like I think they're they're in very serious danger of damaging that potential reputation they have of being people who are doing edgier braver mm. stuff mm-hmm. this is definitely not it definitely like, uh, well that, it really just does feel like oh Quiet Place was it was popular let's do something else like it and we've already had Bird Box which exactly. is a Netflix movie yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. the weird part of yeah. it uh, yeah so uh, and that director as well serious um experience behind the camera as a DOP like oh, I was looking through his filmography camera? like he basically everything from the 90s he was like I think DOP I remember because I remember being appalled because the film does not look good no mm-hmm. it doesn't uh, now I know did he DP it as well no, no but, but you'd imagine as a director you'd have yeah. some appreciation you that what you're seeing there that, like you know so um, yeah I feel this week's going to be a, a somewhat negative week folks but we're mm. you know uh what about light us? a candle afterwards? Oh, did we talk about oh, that last I don't think we talked about it. No, I don't think we did. What are we talking about? Us. Oh, the movie. I was like talking to you. talking about <laughs> us. talking about ourselves. <laughs> like, we've already done that, Connor. Ali, you brought you here today. Yeah, actually, let's have a quick chat about yeah. us. It, it's a very hard first? one without spoiling. Ali, go for it. And try not to ruin it for people who haven't seen it. I loved it. Yes. Yeah. I loved it. That I, was very I loud. I'm so sorry. with a group of people who hated it. And I was like, wasn't mm. that amazing, guys? They're like, I know. Shit. I like, I couldn't, shit. I like, mm. Connor and I went to go see, saw us, everybody. Connor and I went, I invited y'all. We were invited. Yeah. I was busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and anyway, Mark were busy. We were busy. Not together. Um, but like, I I really came out of that. And I was, I, I went into it and I, I went into it quite, you know, again, going, oh, there's go- there's so much hype about it. Like, it's not going to pay off. It's not going to be like an actual proper horror film. And I came out with my jaw on the floor. I'm not going to say that it was perfect. Mm, it had yeah. a lot of issues. Yeah. But in terms of the horror genre, it was near perfect. I think it paid off. It there was there was a like this massive tattooed like you know biker lady sat beside me who literally nice. had her like knees in her mouth shitting herself. Could you smell the, the shit? whole gross? Wish I could. That's how I you know it's bummed. a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> but like like it, it, that for me is when you're when you when you look to your left or you look to yeah. your right and you see the audience is engaging with a horror. Mm. That's yeah. a horror. And also the soundtrack is incredible. Oh, Michael yeah. Abel, like that, that, that dance sequence at the end. Meh. Uh, sorry, oh, I mean yes. meh as in like, <laughs> yeah. so good. Yeah, I, the, that, like, I really liked it. I think the greatest thing about Jordan Peele is for the first time in quite a while, I'm excited to see a film when it's coming out. Whether I think it's the greatest film or True. not, it's great. You're actually kind of going, I really want to see what this guy's going to yeah. do with it. Uh, I... Think I can understand why some people didn't like it as much. I do think it's it's in a way better than Get Out. It tries for much higher things. I oh, think. Can we high five? No, can we, we can't. Can we do a devil string? <laughs> some high five. There you go. The problem with that is by going for such, he's obviously trying to do the difficult second album for like a band. Yeah. Is he's trying to do the big stuff, and I I don't think all of it lands. I, I do think the dance thing at the end, which I think it looks great, but I think it is borderline pretentious a little bit he just threw that there was no well there was no fit for it it just looked cool but there there was no real direct tie for me it was because because horror is all about sound and it's all about music yeah but you can't introduce ballet just all of a sudden but but she was was a dancer yeah but it was not a 
There, was, there had w- to be more of that beforehand to really earn that spot towards the uh, end. No, I, think. I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I don't agree with. I that. I feel like it was set up nicely. It was yeah. Set up when the, earlier on when they said, you know, oh, she needs to express herself more mm. uh, through they and they was recommended like through dance. And I guess that she spent her time dancing her. You're ass guessing off. though. You see, do you know what I mean? Like I don't know. But I, I mean, like to guess, and I I th- I think that if I'd even that... seen her rehearsing a little bit before, so I don't know I, that that bit lost. And again, visually, there's all a lot of stuff later on there that's very strong, striking images, mm. but. I well, kind of think some of it was in there just because he thought that's going to be a strong striking image as opposed to... But mm. see, I think he thought of it more like if you look at interviews with him, he is like us. He is a horror nerd true and true. And oh, he made a horror film that he wanted to watch and that's what I love. Like, that's oh, what, I agree. Why yeah, I, I wish think, there was more films like it. Right, There's no question. Right? Yeah. So I think, I mean, it, the, the, the metaphor, I'm not going to spoil it, but the metaphor thing at the ending, like... That for me was a bit like that was the the pretentious moment. But before that, the dancing, everything I thought was for me it was like what I liked about it as well was you know the way you're kind of used to a lot of probably like the horror film you're talking about there, the escape room, yeah, and yeah. you kind of have a sense almost at the beginning of where, where it's, it's going to go. go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I love being in a horror film where you're suddenly I don't know, totally. I don't know where mm. I am. Yeah, you're and you're just sit back and just say, this yeah, is gonna yeah. Happen. And mm. that's what puts me on edge when you're kind of disorientated or you're in a world where. It, you feel like anything could happen. Yeah. Like you kind of have a sense of like, um, you know, it's not just, okay, I'm going to watch how these five people die. Yes. Yeah, you know? well, exactly. exactly. And I hadn't seen the trailer, so I had no idea. Yeah, I, I, thankfully, I had forgotten a lot of the trailer because I went back and watched the trailer afterwards. And I was like, oh shit, the trailer gives away so many amazing moments. But when I was in the cinema and I was watching it and, you know, without spoilers, everyone should know that the doppelganger family show up and we realise the family are in the house. It, it's, it's scary. They come into the house and I was like, oh, so is this it now? Is this just going to be like a home invasion Which film? Which is what I figured, yeah. For yeah. the next hour or so. And I was kind of a little bit disappointed. Mm. But then it just went off into all these different directions yeah. and it, it, the world was so much bigger. Oh, it does have one of thing, those iconic like, lines in horror films in the last decade, definitely, that, that scene where the family come into the house and have a conversation. We're American. But just yeah. the way she talks. And so many people hated that, that yeah. too. Yeah. 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 And like, and like, the, like I'm sorry, That's I'm, I'm harping on that about the music, scene. but like just, you know, her, yeah. n- none of y'all can see me doing it, but I'm doing the finger things on my face. Yeah. Like, like, Horrifying. I think I think that was an absolutely outstanding female horror performance. Yeah. Like blown Lupita away Nuongo, by Nuongo. Am I right? Yeah, yeah Nuongo, I can't. I, I don't pronounce last names very well. I'm sorry. The, uh, the, uh, not to segue into Pet Cemetery just yet. No, but no. There were two things I thought us did great. Okay. That I thought Pet Cemetery okay. failed at. Hit me. Um. Well, the two was just uh, like the the conversation in the car at the start. Yeah. And us. Yeah. Real, yeah. Really real made chats. me. Yeah. It felt like real chats, kind of funny, like genuinely funny. I got um, that uh, whereas, like the Pet Cemetery felt like again, like I was watching some film. I know it's a remake, probably, but the the dialogue was just so boring. It like was. it's just like. Oh hey, we're going to this uh, new house. How far away is it? It's going to be another eight hours. Really? Like yeah. it's just bad. It was literally Tell like they had only bad. read the script a week before. Yeah, is what it felt like. Just Sorry, to, Jason to, Clark. to m- mention one more thing about us, right? Mm. A lot of people who I talked to who didn't like it, their problem with it, and maybe you guys' experiences if you talked to any about it, was that they felt like. It, 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 that it wasn't explained uh, yep. enough at the end like like, yeah. like as if the it probably could have done with it like I'm not sure it ties together I know what you mean like, like when people were like oh but like what was this whole underworld and yeah. where where did all these like doppelgangers come from and all this stuff I don't think it really mattered oh Connor no, I love you right now oh my god I don't think it, I don't think it, it really, didn't matter I don't think it really mattered as much I think they did a bit of explanation yeah. and I felt I felt satisfied with that right. I was like was, okay you, I feel you like you're explaining off. a bit too much to me now yeah. but 
I'll take that and that's fine. Mm-hmm. And I'll just let that ex- let, my, let myself enjoy that experience. But a lot of people I talk to were like, no, the mythology of it just doesn't like See, line it's, up. It's, like, it's my issue again. Sorry. <laughs> Don't hipsters. say the H word. <laughs> <laughs> But like it is this pretension towards it. I'm not and even sure that's a hipster thing though. It's just it's a general because you're no, you're right. Like it, everyone thinks everyone thinks they're a film snob now, and yeah. they think that they can critique films in this kind of manner. And, yeah. and they're not us. Any- <laughs> well, they're not us. But but like they're I not. think us. Like honestly, and I think it's really important, really really important to, for for everybody like to not devalue someone's experience with a film. And I think that a lot Agreed. of the conversations I had when it came to us, people were like, "But you're wrong." but you're wrong because Jordan Peele and because he did get out and because it was such an amazing cultural phenomenon. You're wrong. wrong." And I was like, no, I am not wrong. And you are not wrong. They are the ones who are wrong. Oh, sorry. No one's one's wrong, but it's important to not devalue somebody's like experience film mm. is so individual Agreed. if so someone else so loved it then that's perfect exactly. or if they hate it that's fine but yeah the need to say that someone else can't have their feelings about it I don't really mind whether people loved or True. hated exactly. it True. my problem with the hate side of it is when people come in with that logic where they start pulling things apart and they're mm. saying yeah but what about this where they've spent way too long trying to think mm. about the logistics of one particular point yeah. the film. it's nonsense like are you going to go after fucking alien next and just exactly. go, I just don't think the gestation period yeah. makes sense to me like <laughs> exactly. it's, you're going to have to like and I, I do expect a certain amount sure. of, of course. logic or rules of course yeah, and yeah, yeah. possibly us may have straddled that line for some yeah. that was enough some that wasn't yeah. but this notion of pulling things down to micro factors and saying well that's the bit that doesn't make sense, yeah, you know. Yeah. Oh, it's on. almost as well. It's been more intellectual than emotional about the thing. Like yes. for me, yeah, I just enjoyed much more the experience. Than yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%, like it's, it's 100%. like sure you can pull it apart, but it's like and. If someone asked me now, could I explain all the hand-holding across at the end? I, I can't, but I like the Square. image. I know, mm. yeah. Oh, but yeah, no, it is. It's a very image. strong. And that, that's yeah, what's yeah, great yeah. about it. It yeah. is. That's impactful. And actually, that bit did get me when they play the music with us. Totally. Like, oh, the music yeah. was, yeah. That, was yeah, yeah. that was an iconic piece of cinema, I thought. Yeah, I thought right. that was like, definitely. Jordan Peele was really pulling out all the stops on yeah. this film. Yeah. And he was really, like you said, about having that kind of second album thing. I felt like he was really going a lot. He was. And that's the best thing. He was mm. going for something, mm. as yeah. opposed to playing it safe and just doing a get out to Doing an escape room film. But yeah, no, I, like more films like us would be great. Oh, yeah. You know yes, what I mean? Yes, that, that is what we want. Uh-huh. Especially because when we talk about Pet Sematary and a few of the other ones, Ugh. I'm just going to run through. <laughs> yeah, run through the other ones There's first. There's a serious well, one. I'm angry. Are we finished on the no, 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 yeah, yeah. We're oh, still no, talking was, about us. I, well, I was just going to stick on the Jordan Peele topic yeah. of yeah. Uh, Twilight Zone. I love him. Oh yeah, I still haven't seen it. I only watched it started. I didn't even realize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's out now. I've only watched one. Okay. And... I did have a slight issue with it. Sure. Was like, this the so, first episode? No, I watched the second one with okay. the plane. Okay, sure. And I, and I know people were saying it's a good one. Um, do you know what my problem with it was? It was like, it was filmed like it was weird. Like, as in... They uh, wanted it to be weird like? Yeah, like, do you know what I mean? It's obviously, oh, it's the Twilight Zone. So mm. everything was like wide angles, low angles. Like, the, like everything about how it was shot said it was weird. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And like... I thought the episode was fine, like, but I, I just thought they were laying on heavy that it's almost like the the weirdness of the story and the weirdness of the camera was an overload of weirdness. Whereas the Twilight Zone, when I remember watching them, it was, it was always a, very straight. It almost felt like a straight drama yeah. and, and slowly the weirdness just came out of it. It, it wasn't like it's weird, yeah. like, yeah. you know, and I, I felt now I haven't I can't really speak about the whole season. So. I mean, I hear it was kind of hit and miss. I've been watching know. the whole thing. I watched the most recent episode today and, you know, like I'm a fucking massive Twilight Zone fan mm. so I was really looking forward to this. Uh, 
it has been a bit hit and miss. Overall, I've enjoyed like pretty much every episode, you know, I've taken something from it. But my problem with it kind of is not not so much about what you're talking about. I kind of I see what mm. you're talking about. But my problem with it is more so in the fact that he's, you know, when when Jordan Peele set out making films, he was saying, like, I want to I want to use horror and mm. genre films to talk about social issues. Right. Yeah. And that's fine. And that works sometimes. And the Twilight Zone work. always did have like a little kind of like always. social yeah. commentary yeah. going on. It's like a fable, an Aesop's fable. Literally, yeah. Yeah. But it, it yeah. wasn't really the focus. Right. And so in some of these episodes in the new season, there's one or two in particular I can think of. It almost it's almost borderline after school, especially at, like leaning towards the end where it's just like someone just kind of like sums up like, well, you know, well, kids, this is the moral of this particular story, as opposed to just letting the story uh, illustrate the point. You know, and they're trying to they're putting the point in the theme like they're they're kind of hitting me over the head with it a little bit, I feel. Okay. Um, I've been watching it with my girlfriend as well. And the two of us, there have been a few episodes that have just kind of ended. We've been like, oh, I feel like they were kind of like forcing this kind of like moral on me as opposed to just letting me kind of like exp- yeah, yeah. there's there haven't been any episodes that have ended like the old school Twilight Zone that end and you just go like whoa holy shit yeah. that really but hit is me it like- is it like is it as audiences we're now because obviously we've we've had you know Black Mirror mm. and you yeah. know that has obviously that's like that's like yeah. the modern age totally. you know it's Twilight been, it's Zone being compared it, a lot to Black Mirror so yeah. is it that we are as as viewers, we're kind of where where we want more, or I, I mean, I don't know, like what what is what is it could, that it we're, could be? It could be like I mean, I know when the first couple episodes of Twilight Zone came out, I did read an article where people were saying like, oh, it's like a, it's it, the best episode of the new Twilight Zone is like the worst episode of Black Mirror. Wow, you know? which I think is very unfair. You know what I mean? Um, you are always going to go up against that, though. It's you always even know. though yeah. even though without. The Twilight Zone, there'd be no Black Mirror. Like you know what I mean? They're exactly kind of, like exactly you know. Um, I don't think it should be. I think Black Mirror has this really kind of like dark, kind of nasty kind mm. of tone, whereas the Twilight Zone was always more like escapist, it was, imaginative, it was a comic book. It was mystery. Sci-fi, yeah, you know, yeah. sci-fi. Some of those episodes of Twilight Zone devastated me back in the day. True, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, one, the guy with the glasses. Do you remember that one? Oh yeah, yeah. No. But there was time now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. I think I don't think they should be compared. Uh, they should be compared like that, but. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah, I, I don't know what it is. It's just, it hasn't really been that satisfying. Mm. This, this, this I, I still want to watch it. I, oh, haven't, totally. I haven't seen And they're going to be releasing all the episodes in black and white. Well, oh! Just because. Yeah, yeah I, I always love that if that's going to be good. Like mm. some films where, like say, I understand The Mist being in black and white. Oh, that was sense, really But then good. like Mad Max, Blood and Chrome, Didn't I think just seemed like a cheap knock into. That, that was cool. <laughs> But it's like that the film cool. was cool. The film was and awesome. The film Turning was everything awesome. into black and white isn't really like, it's, yeah, here's another chance to sell it to you. Like, you know, have it's you ever shiny. seen it without colour? Here you go. You're like, yeah. And Wolverine uh, and all. I know. It's, 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 it's a gimmick. Logan. Or, yeah, Logan. Logan. Yeah. yeah, it's a gimmick. Yeah, Logan cool. Noir. That was cool. Like, <laughs> that was really cool. Um, the Mist was good too. In black I and white. do, I do like black and white. But see, the mist was made to be in black and white, so I get that. Was it? Yeah, it was. Darban originally wanted to do it in black and white, really? so that was part of his thing that he wanted people to see it the way he wanted it to Holy be. So shit, okay. it wasn't like the other way around where they just yeah. after the fact that was very important to him wow, okay. about it ah, so uh, I don't know that and he fought to have it reached in the cinemas that way right. and they refused because they were like people aren't going to go and see a black and white yeah. film so mm-hmm. that's why that was an interesting one like that was actually no. his vision of it before we jump <laughs> on to Pet Cemetery, I'm going to run through a couple of sure. the films I saw just so I can rant I'm rate. really interested uh, about this one yeah I yeah, Sharon Tate will we'll, we'll either do it before or after Pet Cemetery, uh, just because I, I got Now TV on one of those deals so I just mm-hmm. made a gigantic list of everything on there I hadn't seen uh, Mom and Dad the Nick Cage film uh, Nick, Cage. With Nick Cage and Selma Blair. No. Oh wow! No. It's 
worth watching. So it's Brian Taylor, one of Neville Dean and Taylor, who did Crank 1 and 2, his film. It's a fun idea. It doesn't fully, fully work out, but it's the whole concept of something happens at the beginning and all the parents in the world decide that they want to kill their kids, but only their kids uh, and no one else. So it's like a zombie apocalypse with just that. So all the parents start turning up at school and like oh running the God. fence and Nick Cage and Selma Blair are the parents of these kids and it's that whole idea that you're a stressed parent and everything and one day you just like to turn around and just kill your kid mm. and it literally follows true on that promise wow sounds like my That's kind of you know movie are they murdering children in they, this are, movie? they are they are uh, not always as graphic as you think but it certainly doesn't pull wow. back from the, like they, they go kids, for them like, like, oh yeah I'd say one's probably like maybe 12 and the other wow. one's about okay. 16 or 17 um, but wow. it's funny because like one of the girls who's been attacked by Selma Blair, like her daughter, uh, his her her boyfriend is there, and of course they don't care about the boyfriend; they don't attack him at all. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. it's it's just it's an interesting dynamic. It's it's good fun. They they go for it. It's it. I would just say it's a very entertaining like eighty six, eighty seven minutes. Really worth checking out if you haven't seen it. So uh, mom and dad, just yeah. just on that okay. one, whose point of view do we watch the story from? Kind of the kids, but it very much knows when to spend some time with the parents and have a good laugh because uh, I don't want to spoil later revelations, but they do play with that idea. And because mm-hmm. you're kind of figuring, how are we going to win that one out? Yeah, yes, uh, yeah, yeah. And it, it goes in fun ways and it does. There's destruction, there's mayhem, there's I'm pretty sure Nick Cage is a nail gun at some point. Uh, <laughs> Amazing. It, it just it gave me what I wanted from that yeah, film yeah. and yes. I was surprised by it. So I think I definitely worth checking out. Awesome, we'll do Insidious 4. I is this hated the one with Insidious the fingers? 3. Oh, yes. the key yeah, fingers. Yeah, yeah, I still have it. Insidious 3 was it. like three, so oh, bad. Joke. Yeah. We went to see it. It really, really annoyed like... me. It was the worst jump scares. It was everything. Yeah. Uh, I am not going to tell you that Insidious 4 is like a masterpiece by any stretch of the imagination, but it was Lee Wan L again came back and wrote this one. And it's sort of a prequel story for Lin Shay's character, the the psychic woman yeah, who's the yeah, main yeah. character throughout it. Um, what it does is it pulls back way on those jump scares, which is great. Like there's there there's a couple of them, but nowhere near as bad as current Blumhouse output. Yeah. And it just genuinely has, I would say, six or seven scenes, especially the first forty five minutes. I was nervous. I was genuinely creeped. Mm. Uh, and it is your kind of straight up ghost story, but it knows what it's doing. It builds up suspense and tension, and it does it well. And then you get a bit of a jump at the end. But it actually tried, and I thought. It is worth watching. The story does kind of fall apart as it goes on. But for a part four of a series, it's pretty good. And if you were avoiding, avoiding it because you didn't like three, mm-hmm. give it a chance. I, I, I actually two? think it is worth watching. Two, I, I didn't two like when I first saw it, but rewatching it was kind of okay. Because I, I put the first Insidious up on a pedestal. I, still, I think the first I one's better have, than Conjuring. I, I think up. it's the, oh, the oh, you know. We're not allowed to high five, but I want to. <laughs> Why aren't we allowed to high five? Because I was told we're, we're not allowed to, like, yeah, to make loud <laughs> noises. Because poor Steven has to mix this. Um, um, yeah, but, I agree. Yeah, so I've been, after Insidious 2, I've been like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Don't want to, because Did the you first, not like Insidious 2? It, it goes like comedy. <laughs> it was a, like, I, I thought the first, the, the first Insidious was landmark. It was, mm. it was. Oh, it was brilliant. Well, it brought Mind James Wan back. back into the consciousness. Yeah. It put Blumhouse on the map after it Paranormal. Did. Like yeah. it, it yeah. made it a, yeah. I think the first one is genuinely one of the best ghost films, uh, and Definitely. I do prefer it to the Conjuring ones. Let me quickly jump on because I've yeah. seen a few Nightmare on Elm Street remake. It's still terrible. Uh, I do, I do have did to you say, that? Yeah, Jackie, I it. Jackie Early Hurley. I can't. Earl Haley. Yeah, uh, he was a good call. He was a good shout, but, but that is awful. Really... And I do like your man. That that weird. Sorry, weird looking actor. Sorry, I don't know your name, but the weird looking actor. <laughs> You never know. <laughs> he hasn't been in a movie. Weird guys in a while. all over the world are going, is it me? <laughs> <laughs> um, he was pretty interesting in terms like I think Is this he, the guy from Watchmen? 
who plays Freddy. No, that's Jackie. He plays Freddy, oh, yeah. yeah. But I think, are you thinking of the guy the, from Cronenberg's son film, Brand... From the Haunting in Connecticut? Or yes, Haunting and he was in Byzantium as well. I haven't seen he? Byzantium, uh, yeah. But, but yes, um, yeah, no, it, Another good. redeeming... But like, I um, just think there's always going to be room for a new Nightmare film. Yeah. Uh, it just yeah. This definitely wasn't it. Yeah, uh, It is amazing when you take those films that you have the perfect template in front of you. Oh. Yeah. And so you make something that just doesn't work. It, and you you got to give credit to the later Nightmare sequels. For, not that they were perfect and they, they did drop off, but actually every one of the Nightmare films did try for something different. Yeah. Yeah. They did mix it up and they did go for new dream sequences, whether they worked or they didn't. But of all the kind of franchises, it never settled. I guess maybe you could yeah. say Hellraiser didn't settle either, but it should have settled long it ago. It should have <laughs> settled. Although I like the one in space. Yeah, four. That Adam Bloodline Scott. is fun. Yeah. yeah. I kind of like five as well, directed by Scott Derrickson before he did Doctor Strange oh, and uh, yeah, yeah. Emily Rose. Yeah, believe it or not. Inferno. Yes. Uh, we're checking yeah. out. Uh, other one, Victor Crowley, the fourth of the Hatchet films. I saw Hatchet one and I like Adam Green. Green. I like him. Um, I saw Hatchet 1 I didn't really mm. like it I think I saw Hatchet 3 and I had a bit more fun to it sure. I, I love slashers like I am all up yeah. give me a yeah, 90 yeah. minute fun slasher I am so done with the whole it's kind of ironic we're sort of just playing with it the fact that it's shit is kind sure. of what makes it yeah, good yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's it, yeah it is and this is very much the same it's kind of trying to reboot the series but it just seems mm. like they're not putting any effort into actually entertaining people it's just here's some blood and guts mm. every now and then and we're hoping for fans just to they're expecting like sweaty 40 year old men yeah. to watch this I don't think they're expecting any teenagers <laughs> to watch this and fall in love with mm. slashers or yeah. this franchise yeah, yeah. did you see his film uh, Digging Up the Marrow no it's like a found footage and it's kind of like it's I'm curious about that it. um, him and his other filmmaker buddies are in it and they've come across this guy who claims to have found like a real monster you know it's very mm. kind of like a mockumentary more so I suppose than found Would you footage. recommend it? I'd recommend it yeah yeah. yeah it has I'd a couple of good scares on digging up the marrow yeah. cool. Have um, you seen his my favourite of his films is uh, Frozen Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. actually I was going to yeah. say that's a good that's film one of those, yeah. I think we've yeah. mentioned that here before Is that the one on the, on the chairlift? Yeah. Yes that scene the with the wolves yeah. yeah. But that's one that oh. just it took its confined thing yeah. it did it well yeah. there was suspense yeah. tension it was gross you were kind of freaked out and you could really feel the what would I do if I so, was in yeah, that situation? Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Which we don't get enough these yeah. days. So yeah. that's when you see that, you're kind of going, wasted potential. Mm. This guy could do It's one of those movies films. that, you know, kind of like that escape room kind of thing where it's like, I know what I'm getting with this type of movie. Like, yeah. I'm going to sit here and watch it for an hour and a half and be entertained. Yes. Like, it might not be amazing, but it's, it's yeah, going to yeah. be good. Like. Can I just say, just on on unsettling things, I watched uh, finally The Cure for Wellness last oh, night. Oh, I, yeah, I saw that, that yeah. yeah. Talk and, about that. Um... A lot of style over substance, which I normally mm. yeah. love. Um, yeah, no, I was well unsettled with that film. It's oh like my a two God. hour and 40 minute film. And I would yeah. say there's actually loads of stuff I loved Me in too. that film. Uh, Me too. 100% but it's, it's too long and it, it kind of loses too itself. Long. Yeah. And I was and, fed up by the like end. But there's great stuff in there. There is, isn't there? That moment with the, the shoving the thing down his throat. Yeah. Like, and you could hear yeah. it going all the way down and then you could see the ears. Cow biopsy was pretty like, good too. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, like I remember visually so in the first five minutes I was Stunning. like, shit, I like this. I yeah. think right? I'm going to, think this is my type of movie and I like that actor Dane, Dane DeHaan. I like that guy. Um, he's amazing in it I remember just like after two hours I was just like I don't know what's yeah, going you on check, you check it I think it's because you check in and out because yeah. the story does lose its way mm. but then you but then there's these moments that are literally get, yeah. where yeah. they they literally get under your skin and you're like and it is mm. visually out of there. It, is, it is definitely it is so striking the building's amazing even when they yes. arrive there you're like I just mm. want to see them walk around this place right. for a while because it's so impressive uh, 
I, yeah, I think that's actually, it was a real missed opportunity, but really worth, definitely. still really worth checking out. It is, I think. 100%, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that, actually. Um, it, is, it is definitely kind of one of those... It, it does it makes the hairs on the back of your head stand up then or, or two more kind of two two line things <laughs> unfriended to dark web oh I have that at home I've been meaning to watch it I haven't seen it yet you know the first unfriended was okay I like I'm curious yeah. about the concept mm-hmm. I am one of those people who does enjoy the found footage type thing and I'm curious totally. about bringing it to the next level <laughs> of to say I unfriend people <laughs> <laughs> I have been unfriended yeah and which was the other one though friend request was the other yeah, one that came around the same that time was a different one, yeah that was the ghost film. is yeah. this the one where it's all on one screen yes. that's friend request is it that's Unfriended. Okay. Unfriended. Which oh, wow. was originally called Cybernatural, which Ooh. I think is very cool. Name. That is a sweet ass name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the original Unfriended, yeah. So the whole thing was it takes place on someone's desktop. I enjoyed that these things. It was okay. Yeah. yeah, I just it I just felt too cheap. It didn't quite do it for sure. me. Open Windows is by far the best one screen computer mm. one. Elijah Wood again, actually. What about... Directed by the guy who directed The Ring, right? Hideo Nakata, I think. Or... Oh, okay. I, haven't I haven't seen that, seen but that. what about Searching, out. which came out last year? Did I haven't seen that, John no. Chubb. Very fucking yeah. Not a horror movie, but it's all done through the one computer screen. Okay, cool. Because it's it's an interesting concept. This whole sharing yeah. things and yeah, people yeah, going yeah, into totally. things. Unfriended Two is a, it's an unrelated story. It kind of goes into the world of sort of snuff stuff. Uh, again, you know, I'm I'm open to the idea of the concept. It, this isn't it. Mm-hmm. If you like the first one, you'll probably enjoy this. If you didn't, you're most certainly not. And sorry, this. I didn't. Did you say is it all still on the one screen? Yes. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Right. So it's again six people chatting to each other and and something okay. kind of happens. Uh, yeah. I, that's again just straight away I'm like oh, fuck it I'll watch that like you know yeah. what I mean yeah, yeah. like yeah I just want to see no, how that plays you know, out like, like. It, it, it's not a, a necessarily a bad film but uh, it's directed by the guy who wrote the Grudge remakes actually and he wrote the okay. Text Chainsaw Massacre 3D so you can draw from that what you want <laughs> uh, and the last one before we get on to the two ones I want to talk about is actually Slenderman I, I had to yes, check it out just because it was there I haven't, I haven't it seen it but talk about it it's you know because I actually went in because it's like something like 3.1 out of 10 on IMDb wow. people are savaging it I, I Again, was trying ignore, to defend ignore, it You're gonna, ignore those yeah, ratings I know, but so I went in with this whole like you opinion. know what guys are being too hard this is okay it's terrible like it really really is <laughs> awful maybe don't make your there's own actually, <laughs> there's virtually no Slender Man in it right. it just oh, feels really? like the people who oh. made it had no interest yeah. at all in Creepy any of it so. jumping on the bandwagon jumping on the yeah marketing. but there's no scares there's nothing it, it was just a terribly missed opportunity I do think though there is a great film to be made with Slender Man yes. well, but just this oh, yeah. Yeah. Isn't it? Do you remember in The Conjuring? Is it The Conjuring 2? Oh, yeah, the Crooked Man thing or whatever. The Crooked Man. He's horrifying. That, that, was, is, that, that was, is when The Conjuring jumped the shark, though, in fairness. Yeah, totally. for me, too. Well, yeah. I, I thought yeah. The Conjuring 2 was CG. better than. Apparently, he was a man than, in a suit, but yeah, it still already. seemed to Get out! Yeah. Oh, do you remember the tall man in, in uh, It Follows? Yeah, oh, he made me shit my pants every time. That is a Slender Man. That is a scary idea. Slender Man's a scary idea, it's just this film is not good. Yeah. Did anyone watch I haven't watched the whole lot of this but I watched the first half hour and enough to make me continue watching it it's a film called Possum has anyone heard I of it? I want no. to see that actually. I heard, I heard it. it's yeah. pretty bleak Yeah it well, is bleak. but it's definitely again it's I'm watching it I'm half an hour in and I have no idea where it's going like the basic setup all I can say is it's a guy with a bag and there's a spider in it Huh Okay wait hold on I'm like pure arachnophobe what? <laughs> it's a guy a bag he's, or he's a box. A, he's got a, like a like a brief, not a briefcase, but like a little, uh, you know, a a bag, like a leather bag, like that a man he carries bag. around, like a laptop bag. No, like a... the bag is not important. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about the fucking bag. I just don't want to hear about the spider. <laughs> it's a bag, and there's a spider in it. Like, and you see the legs and stuff. But at the moment, all I know is that the spider is a puppet. But that's like. Uh, but I'm guessing it might magic. be more than a puppet. 
Like magic? I'm not I sure. I can't remember who directed Quirky? it. It's some guy who does like comedy or really light stuff. It's really odd. Uh, they made this sure. really nasty deep film. It's very What epic. kind of spider? I mean, what kind of spider puppet? Ali, I feel you're missing the point. <laughs> I just, I, like, I don't understand why anyone would make a spider movie. It's like if I was telling you that Slenderman had seen the woods, I'd like, yeah, but what kind of trees? Can you tell me about the trees? <laughs> I do love the trees. And, and this is a feature. It's new. It's a feature, yeah. Yeah, no, it, was, it did big on the festival year. circuit last year, I think, cool. and it just hasn't popped out yeah. on VOD yet, I don't think. But uh, it's good. It's weird. Like, it's but awesome. weird and uh, it, it's I'm intrigued like you know okay before we do Pet Cemetery, do I do the haunting of Sharon Tate or do I say that's yes. all after Pet Cemetry no, do, oh, do it that. do it well, I'll do it pretty quickly uh, the haunt- so this year is the 50th anniversary of the Manson murders yes. uh, the Manson murders is something that I've always taken a kind of interest in there's something just very strange about it if you're interested in it the Helter Skelter book by Vincent Bugliosi who is the prosecutor is a brilliant book that gives you the whole insight to the crimes the prosecution everything it's really really good I wish someone would make that film this is the first of three films we're getting this year to do with Manson this year? there's the TV movie of Helter Skelter I'm going to say Jonathan Davies but it's not his name the guy who gets his, his guts scooped out from Ravenous where he was Charlie that was fucking awesome. Guts. I don't know which one that is you're talking it's about. Got, it's ha- anyway. uh, this year anyway, so we've got starting with The Haunting of Sharon Tate, then the next one is going to be uh, Charlie Says, which is Matt, you're gonna go, who's Doctor Who? Uh, um, don't know. <laughs> I love how you're, you're the Doctor Who guy. Doctor Who guy. It's one of the Doctor Who guys okay. and it's directed by Mary Harron who did American Psycho. Oh, yeah. Which apparently oh. is quite interesting kind of one that they're doing. Yeah. Uh, and then the third one obviously is Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. So I love Manson. The Haunting of Sharon Tate, which is obviously somewhat connected to the guys who did the Bundy one you're saying. Um, Do you know what? It's rare I actually get really kind of sickened by a film and and this is the kind of one and like I think sickened as in like disgusted by it. Yeah, no, it's actually appalling and and it really really bothered me. Um, It it goes with the whole concept it starts off with was and that's somewhat true that Sharon Tate about a year before she died mentioned in an interview that she had a dream that she had her throat cut uh, with the man who she was murdered beside. And that's fine. That's an interesting kind of point to take from it. But firstly, Hilary Duff is not Sharon Tate. No. Um, but Again, pretty casting. They, they pose it as in they're trying to tell the true story of her. But this film changes everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything to yeah. do with the true story of it. Uh, it proposes that she was aware of her murder, that she was having these flashes b- Oh, of fuck before. off. So it was like a supernatural She film. saw the murders happening mm-hmm. every night. And she was getting more and more freaked out. Charlie yeah. was up at the house all the time. She was friends but, with Charlie. Uh, well that he's there a lot and she's very aware of Charlie Manson and she's very afraid and she doesn't know why but she's very afraid of him to the point where they they license one of Manson's songs and play it in the film which is very tasteless yeah Yeah. Um, and you know I don't actually mind fucking spoilers because you're not really going to watch this film this film goes as far as to eventually have a scene where Sharon Tate fights back and they defeat the Manson family and they violently murder them and they escape and Wait, what? Yes, no, I know. This is how far this goes. Um, after really humiliating stuff before where she's just this moany shite who just goes on about, oh, you don't know. Is she still pregnant at least? Yes, she's heavily pregnant in it. Um, and the and baby is like throwing punches. And well, yeah, they, they, that, thankfully they don't go that far. But so they have of, this full-on revenge invasion thing where they all fight back in this triumphant music wow. and they're marching out arm in arm and then the twist is the camera pulls back and they imagine they survived and they were yeah. just brutally I was going to say is it so like from hell were where... imagining. well this is do you know what the most sickening thing about this though is and I, like you know it really if you've read anything about the, the murders because they were so hard especially Sharon Tate she, like, she was very very heavy oh, yeah. at the time she was yeah uh, 
and they were just incredibly brutal murders with, mm. with so many stab wounds. It, it was just monstrous. Yeah. This film suggests this notion of, well, maybe if Sharon Tate had fought back, Ugh. that they would have survived. Oh, and it's it's quite disgusting to even think you would wow. propose that notion yeah. of, well, maybe she didn't try hard enough to live. And they also blame two of the other members in the house for potentially having invited the Manson family over who didn't. And it suggests so in some well, way they're those, responsible for these murders. Those have been conspiracies for quite some time. Because, like, I mean, I, I grew up with, with like... It, I love Manson in terms of the way you love yeah. Manson. I, I don't. Is, no, but it's fascinating. Right? It, it's absolutely fascinating. Um, but I think like that's you know taking too much creative license and too much. There was nothing he was trying that's to do with bullshit. it. Like, well, it was I think I think horrible. what people are hoping for with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is that like you know when people first heard Tarantino's doing the Charles Manson, but it's not thing, really about Manson. It's, it's kind adjacent. Of, yeah. It's adjacent more, exactly. exactly. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. where you could be. Uh, you could have a little bit more license to tell a fictional well, story. Sharon Tate's sister has actually world. approved of Tarantino's really? oh, that's, take. That's He's cool. spoken to her about it. This one, she certainly. That's cool. But that's because Tarantino uh, is like you know. He, he's a thief. Like, he'll say it himself. He's a thief. So he's going to stick pretty true to... Uh... I think he will. Yeah, the only... Because I, I think you're right. Because the fact they're doing the adjacent thing with Tarantino, I think, mm. is a great idea. Mm. However, he can't be fully absolved of this because initially when they announced that film, they announced it was going to be released in the day of her murder. Which Wait, is tasteless beyond... Tarantino's. Yeah. Get uh, out. Now, they moved it a week or two later, but I'm sure they always planned to move it, but they wanted that negative that, for it. And I just exactly. think... Exactly. There's no such thing there's as no bad need. Like, Tarantino like... does not need that no. kind of promotion. Yeah. And it was yeah. just grotesque if you're interested in the Manson stuff and it sounds like you are there's a great podcast um, called uh, You Must Remember This oh yeah I've listened to some of that I haven't actually listened to the Manson ones and, yet yeah so You Must Remember This it's basically like a cinema history podcast uh, presented by this uh, woman in Hollywood and it's all of these kind of uh, dark stories from like you know the old Hollywood era and within the podcast there's a 10 episode series called Charles Manson's Hollywood and it goes from right from the beginning right to after the murders like and there's, and there's like so much to them there's like, like 10 episodes yeah. each episode's like an hour long I listen to the entire thing it's fantastic they've got awesome. voice actors Great. in doing yeah. stuff there's testimonies there's recordings there's everything you can think of it's, it's all in there and it's such a comprehensive telling of the story you know and it just really gives you an idea of what the fuck was going on in Hollywood around that time it yeah. was sex yeah. drugs rock and roll and the occult <laughs> people were into some yeah. fucked up shit at that yeah, time you know? they but, were uh, and starting race wars apparently yes. yeah. 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 I think I think that's probably why the man stuff bothers me so much as well though because like, it was all this nonsense of mistaken identity type thing you know there was no need for any of these murders these weren't like kind of no. revenge killings or anything no. it was just totally Serving his ego. Yeah. yeah. It, oh, like, yeah. it was all. Exactly. Uh, and it just in the worst And it's, it's way. the same way in, in the Bundy. It's like, but we are interested in, like, yeah, as and of humans, course we're fascinated because it is to is understand how that happened. That's why I think the Jim Van Weber one, Charlie's Family, yeah, does an amazing job of it because yeah. it films it like it's yeah. real footage yes. in, the, in the family and because yeah. he was crazy at the time. Like, so when they're doing drugs in the film, they did drugs off set and he was naked while they filmed it. So they got very deep into it. I didn't hear no, that. No, yeah, what? no, but he, he very much became the Charlie of his own film career. It got very But it's intense. like the cult of personality. Uh, that's I'm why it took I'm him 15 sure, years to finish I'm sure, it. yeah, uh, it gets... But you feel that film builds to intensity and they do the murders very brutally in that What's film. What's that one called but, again? Uh, Char- well, it was Charlie's Family and then I think they released it as the Manson Family. They did release it. Yeah. It's, it's wow. on TV. When they showed it at the Harathon, it had been yeah. the, one of the first it's things it was Charlie's Family. But everyone left quietly after that. That and Martyrs are the two films where the people left the Harathon silent afterwards. It's worth seeing, but they do just justice to the murders but they were absolutely as sickening as they were in real life which is pretty yeah I think something like that is completely like what you're saying about the haunting of Sharon Tate is completely distasteful yeah no I I, you know 
I've, I've already kind of spoiled on it. You can check it out if you want, but it really, it's not what you're looking for. Yeah. Uh, so on a happier note, let's talk about Pet Cemetery. Wait, I've got one more movie yes. I want okay, to talk yeah. about. Um, well, two. Just really quick. Of course. Because um, I think I typed out an email, but then I think I deleted it to okay. you guys. But um, I just watched, I watched two movies, um, Necromantic and... Uh, <laughs> I've been looking for Necromantic. Necromantic. Where can I find Should it? Or did have Amazon the two of them for Prime. a while. I don't know if they okay. still do. Um, which... What was the uh, second one? Uh, oh, the second movie. Oh, sorry. I thought you'd said it then. Oh, um, Patchwork. Oh, that's a good one. Which is good. Follow on to May, basically kind no, of thing. Because yeah. May is like, I loved May. I thought yeah. May was phenomenal. So, um, yeah, so um, Necromantic, I absolutely adored because it is a super staunch feminist film, even though, yeah, no, it is. Think about it. If a couple took a dead body ah. into their bed... That's, and got that's jealous necroman- of that's, that's, that's necromantic. Sounds like Frankenhooker. Shoot. Which so it wasn't Necromancer? No, no Necromancer is what I'm talking okay. about. Sorry. Necromantic Sorry. is a real weird necromantic, film. <laughs> no, necromantic was... <laughs> or so a, I've and heard. it's German. No, I've watched it. And I've watched Necromantic yes, too. Yeah. <laughs> so which movie are we talking about here? Necromancer. Sorry, excuse me. My 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 bad. Necromancer. Um. And I can get you necromantic. <laughs> Connor's like, I've been looking for that movie. That's the movie we're talking there's about. Scene, I haven't been looking for that movie. There's a scene with like with a metal pipe that's instead of a dildo. It's like disgusting. Anyway, anyway, anyway. anyway. Necromancer. That's Necromancer. Necromancer. Okay. Necromancer. Stunt feminist film, okay. which nobody has ever like. Uh, you know, again, what grinds my gears is when people don't. You know, they want to erase the past and they say that none of this has ever happened. That movie is incredible. It's about. Um, it starts off with a woman who she uh, the the poor woman she gets raped, and then she goes to um, a necromancer and uh, gets given the power to to get back at her attackers and all men who do her wrong. And I just think it's phenomenal wow. film. It's is it got, newer or older? It's super old. It's well, not super old. It's like nineteen eighty six or something okay. like that. Um, it's got Russ Tamblin in it, who is a disgusting human being in it. He's like he's her protector, and he uses his power to like, um to manipulate her into basically you know because she was having he was a professor she was a student he was having an affair with her blah 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 um, it's really 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 good uh, like powerhouse female <coughs> lead role um, even though she does get her kit off a lot in it and she uses her sexual prowess but I think it, it does it in a very tasteful way and then Patchwork yeah because I loved May yeah. loved May um, it wasn't as good as May it let no. me down but it was still, it was a lot of fun. It's seeing a good three women. Movie. Yeah, it's super twisted seeing three women who were patched together. I still don't quite understand 100%. Like, you know. So, this like, is the guy who went on to do Tragedy Girls. Okay. Uh, uh, I haven't seen that. But uh, yeah, but yeah, like so. So one woman. Am I sensing a little bit of a human centipede vibe going no, on? Here? No, no. It's like so. Like it's basically build this, your perfect woman. This this woman had a lot of body issues, and she went to this oh, doctor okay. who was like, "I can make you into the perfect woman." So what he does is he takes two women, like kidnaps okay. them, and puts their perfect parts onto her. Oh. What she part she liked about herself, yeah. and created this one woman but there's it like it splits and you see like the the three of them all interacting together like cool. they have like a dress up montage they have a, like a makeover montage and it's like all it's the three re- personalities are the three because within. because somehow the brains there's three parts yeah. I don't know it sounds a little bit like Frankenhooker ooh I haven't seen bit. this yeah, yeah it's funny bit. like it, well uh, Frankenhooker is date. like want a date <laughs> <laughs> what's the, tag, what's the tagline of that movie <laughs> that crack is killing those hookers <laughs> this super crack will kill them even faster <laughs> <laughs> the DVD for that. I think he, he used when they, they released that DVD that it would talk back to you. 
Oh, really? Oh, that's oh. Like amazing. a gimmick at the time. No way. Think of it say. Or are you thinking of Basket Case? No, I'm thinking of Frank Doctor. Okay, cool. No, like your a, DVD would talk back to you. Is, right, yeah. okay, okay. That's amazing. Sorry. Um, no, sorry. So it's it is it's a it's a lot of fun. It's uh again another because yeah, I because I, yeah. I kind of went I got it into my head about you know females and females in the horror genre and how the final girl and everything and everyone always talking about how there was never proper female you know badasses and then I was like mm, yeah. <laughs> if for everyone who loves May as well though I'd say Love Object is another kind of interesting one to Ooh, check out don't know that. Uh, what, what's kind May? of a role reversal May. May, oh, Venice... can I talk about it can I talk about yeah. it okay okay it's amazing so <laughs> it's it's honestly it's it's probably like in my top 15 favorite films of all time it's incredible so it's this woman who is she's got lazy eyes she's got a lot of body issues she never had really any friends her mom was an absolute see you next Tuesday to her and she becomes obsessed with this guy who is Babe. When is this from? It was made in 2000 and... What's 2000? 2000 or, or something? Or yeah. Yeah. You're probably right, yeah. Probably early 2000s. Some, uh, somewhere in the yeah. 2000, late, later 2000s. Okay. And, um, yeah, so she becomes obsessed with... Can't, he's a babe. Can't remember his name. Yeah. Anyway, that babe guy. Then she, like, he breaks up with her because she's, like, she's she's me. I, I related so much to her. She's, like, obsessed with, like, freaky films and horror films. And she, like bites his lip and he's like what the fuck you actually bit me and drew blood what the fuck you're actually crazy and she's like I thought you were into that like I'm into that and he's like oh that's never happened to me by the way <laughs> but anyway and then um, that kind of like breaks her mentally and she starts compiling the perfect friend because she has this doll who's like her best friend and she wants a real like connect human connection so she starts compiling the perfect parts from people like the guy that she okay. was in love with okay. like she loved his hands Anna Faris is in it as oh, the I sexy I know she's made yeah. she's like the sexy like lesbian receptionist or whatever and she takes her le- I think she, no she takes her her arm or she takes because she takes her Anna Faris's girlfriend's legs to create it's like and and then the the thing, com- the thing comes to life, and it's it's just be- it's just it was a beautiful. Really big hit for independent wow. kind of yeah, horror yes. cinema at the time. Like, it's uh, awesome. Heard of it. like, it's, it's just crazy, awesome because yeah. it's like it's it's the struggle, the inner struggle, and it's 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 dare I say a bit of a beautiful film in a sense of of exploring mental health and exploring loneliness. And There's a don't kill there, people yeah. is the bottom line. Though. But if you, kill, no if you did have to, <laughs> you know, collect the best <laughs> that parts. Ba- of that babe, yeah. oh, whatever is. It. Oh, and and uh, Frank from Donnie Darko is in it as well. Oh, the bunny rabbit guy. Yeah, he has this weird, like, this moment where he's like, oh, my nipples are hot, and he takes off his mesh. Do you remember that moment? <laughs> it's really weird. It's like, it's a really, really weird Also, it's scene. a mesh t-shirt type of film. It's like a, it's a, no, a mesh wife beater, and he's oh, like, oh, yeah, my yeah. God, my nipples are so hot. And he's like, do you have any ice cubes? And he goes to the fridge, and he finds body parts in the freezer, and then he, she's like, ah. Awesome. It's amazing. That's a thumbs up from Ali Her. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta love that movie. So let's wrap up with the film we've all been waiting to talk about, uh, and we're going to try and be as constructive as possible because I, I do feel like it's all very negative. I'm going to be so it's, it's constructive uh, because, as we know from our very, very, very first podcast, Pet Cemetery is one of my yeah all time. Actually, can we give a because Pet Cemetery, the original film, I really love. Mm, like I love too. the book, but I love the first film. I know some people feel it's dated badly. I don't. It has not uh, dated at all. It is like the reason I have insomnia is Pasco. Yeah, my dad showed that film to me when I was out of the womb and Pasco because I didn't understand good and evil. All I knew was that that was a scary ass yeah. fucking ghost with his brains hanging yeah. out. So, Come on, Doc. Yeah. 
He's a good guy now. I know that as a grown up that Pascal well, is a good is, guy. He's, he's a scary good guy. Yeah. He's a scary Connor, good what guy. What were you going to say? I was going to say like I was never the biggest fan of the original. Like okay. I thought it was fine. Yeah. yeah. Now as I see it in it, you know, I can see, I can see it has a certain quality to it. I was always um, a big fan of the book. The book is the actually book is amazing. one of the first kind of grown-up books I read when I was probably like twelve or thirteen, maybe. Like you know, it was kind of kind of yeah, that was it for me. Actually. It was like yeah, I read, I read Pet Cemetery, and I was like, oh shit, okay, this is this is the real deal. Uh, and then I saw the movie, and yeah, loved the movie. Like it's it was, just it was it's great. exceptional. Yeah, and yeah. it's uh, it's like, fair to say not everyone does live the original, so I can't quite sure. talk no. that it's a perfect masterpiece. But for me, it's a great. It is. It is, it's, it's great it is great but it does suffer a little bit from that kind of like Stephen King kind of low production value TV movie kind of vibe in but fairness like. It like with acting and stuff you could probably it say it works yeah, for me yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think my problem with it was yeah it's got a TV vibe and I'd have to watch it again but I I always felt the two leads just mm. weren't quite but their story you know, but is so much Fred better than Wynn in this version and like yeah. then Elliot Goldenthal did the score for the and I know original, people say you shouldn't like, judge the new one on the older end, but there has to, to be some boo, kind boo, of boo, boo, yeah. boo. no so well, okay but like, let's very high end the story basically new family leave the city to try and have a quieter life spend more time together they move out to Maine Ludlow uh, in Maine Ludlow, Ludlow. Have been. Yeah. very nice yeah. yes you have I've seen very the photos nice. Oh, very you. nice photos going thank on. you <laughs> yeah you're a very good photographer oh, they discovered that at Instagram. the back of their uh, property there is a pet cemetery yes. uh, in this particular spelt one spelt with an S it is it's not an accidental typo Which is, it's because yeah. the kids can't spell yes. it right yeah. uh, yeah. in this one it's a bit more of a wicker manny vibe the kids have a local ritual where they wear their masks and yeah. they march down there uh, you know it, it's, it's uh, trying to do its own thing shall we say and you know it's weird because a lot of the criticisms we're going to have of this film are the differences from the original stuff. And you could say that you shouldn't criticize that. But at the same time, the film seems to spend an inordinate amount of time trying to mix things up and throw off people who are fans of the original. And so you're kind of going, are you trying to make it its own thing? Or are you trying to play with the expectations mm. of fans of the original? Basically, there is a tragic death about yeah, halfway through. And it, it leads to And I just mayhem. Want to need to say this. <clears throat> which annoyed me, okay. irked me to no end about Pet Cemetery. It got better reviews than Us. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. Huge hit. Very successful. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Really? Well, yeah. yes. this director's is Starry Eyes. Yes. Uh, which wasn't some people loved. I wasn't a big fan no, of. Uh, wasn't a fan um, But yeah. Well, yeah. I'm just I, I like I'm going to be constructive about Pet Cemetery because I have the the first one on such yeah. a pedestal, rightly so. Mm. But can wait. Can I start? Go. Go for it. Okay. Right, okay. So, the first thing that they completely went wrong was flipping the gender, which is something that Hollywood is doing left, right, and center, and it does not need to be done. Flipping Gage, mm-hmm. who... Yeah, oh, let's just say... Am I going to ruin stuff No, to, to have this it? conversation, we are going to have to talk I about Wilds so, of the Century. So. I'm pretty sure everyone and listening I'll to this has seen why. the original Guys, and I'll, probably I'll tell seen you the why, new one. Because if you've seen the trailer, the trailer gives away yeah, see, I haven't the seen biggest that either, so fucking no difference between the two films is the fact that in the original Gage dies well, in the book, yeah, so if you Gage want dies. to find out later yeah. on you pause this Ellie now and come back to <laughs> yeah. us uh, in 30 so from now on in we're talking and about Pet Cemetery straight there's yeah. something so like I, I know I know that my fear of children is my fear but there are I'm not yeah. the only one like they've made that, that movie mm. Mom and Dads and yeah. they made that amazing mm. film The Children the British yeah, movie I love that Tom, which yeah. is amazing Tom Shanklin, um, and, and Tom Shanklin. Gage was such a scary like yeah, for so him to come back. Let's I, think, so this is it was about a four year old kid, I mean, or three year, probably younger actually. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, he didn't talk, yeah, so I don't know how three, old yeah, he was. Uh, yeah. In the first film, gets tragically hit by a, a truck in a very mm. disturbing scene uh, mm. and very upsetting. This I film flips that by having the slightly older girl 
be killed by it. Uh, and I it know. plays again with the expectations because it sets up the death of him yeah. and then doesn't. Yes. Uh, yeah. And in a way robs us of all the really horrifying tragedy. Well, for me, that came because, with the original. Like in, in the original, there's like the simple, like again, I know it is a bit TV, but there's the, the slow-mo of the, that foot, or not the foot, shoe. shoe. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember that, yeah. Like in the air. And I comp that all the time whenever I'm talking to, to writers about like, if you want to kill somebody, yeah. this is how you do it. And I send them that link. Yeah. But they, like, the music and everything and that, the quietness. Oh, Elliot Goldenthal yeah. did, the, did the score for the original who did Interview with the Vampire, which is amazing. Mm. Oh, and, beautiful um, And beautiful score, beautiful. Uh, soundtrack but um, yeah but having there was something about having Ali who came back and having her talk back like that scene in the bed that was like kind of like it it took away the mystery it took away the horror it took away the creepiness because she was it was like it wasn't even trying to be a scary film I don't know what the fuck they were trying to do because even when um, oh what's the wife's name Oh, I can't remember. Rachel? Rachel, yes. Rachel, very When good. Rachel comes back in the original yeah. and she's like limping, she's got yeah. one heel on and one heel off and she's got like goo coming out of her yeah, eyes. She's proper dead. Yeah, yeah, and, like, yeah. and like, like, and then she's like, Lewis, and she's like creepy. She mm-hmm. wasn't, she was, she, for all intents and purposes, girl was a zombie, bitch was a mm-hmm. zombie, right? But not a zombie. But in this, Ali had like a fully functioning personality. Yeah. Which... No, because she was supposed to come back wrong as per Judd. Yes. She just came back angry. Church. Yeah. No, I'm, Judd. But Judd didn't come. Judd's no, the old uh, sorry, guy. as per yeah. Judd. Like, that's what as he what said. Oh, like, yeah. well, I'll that, come back, right, Lars. But did you not find that even like this one, they don't even bother, because in the original one, there was all that talk where Judd tells the story to Lewis about yes. the guy mm, coming back. And, and, you and he realises after Gage gets killed that he's yeah. like, you know, Lewis, don't, I know what you're yeah. thinking. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. I know I keep putting all these ideas in your head, but stop <laughs> thinking one, these though, things like, that I'm telling there's you. There's no even lead up where it, it looks like Judd is aware or is going to stop him. Yeah, and he just yeah, goes yeah. over and drugs the shit out of Well, I think what happened there was they cut out that scene. Possibly. Because did you see that? It seems yeah. really yeah. ridiculous. Cause, cause he's like, just all of us, because we were like, what, did Judd just fall into the fire? Or did he freeze to death? Like, he just left the man outside in front of a bonfire. Like, yeah, because there was no sense that. There's no build up to that. No, agree. He. You felt like he could have gone to the cemetery and you never would have seen him. Yeah, like, that's unless it. He was... Well, that's it. It's like Judd wasn't stopping him at yeah. all. Yeah. I have to say, though, about it being Ellie over uh, Gage, I felt, again, the trailer gave that away. Yeah. So I felt it would have been a serious gut punch if I was watching the film, expecting it to be Gage as yes, per the original. it wasn't for me. I, felt... I, was then... ex- I was expecting it to be Gage. Oh, so was I, yeah. You but... would be if you hadn't seen the trailer. But were you shocked by... When I was like, like I was sh- the minute I, I saw I, that... Sorry, did yeah. I... The minute I saw that, I was like, oh no, because I could immediately see what was going to happen, yeah. which was they're going to have to get that kid to come back and mm. act like a creepy sure. kid. And it's like... There's n- it was like what I was saying about us. That was the other thing. I thought us had the person. They were creepy when they did the voice. Yeah. Genuinely yeah. creepy. But, yeah. 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 And f- but for some reason, I just felt it was like it was like when they remade the Omen. Yeah. And, and, and it was like the original yeah. Omen. The kid was really creepy. And the second one, it's like a kid acting a kid creepy. Acting mm. creepy. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And hundred okay. percent. Kind of, yeah. What, what I what I liked about it being Ellie in mm. this version was the fact that they got to progress the idea of what happens when you come back a little bit more so than the original. We're getting a little bit more information from 
Like, there's more talking like, about it, but I was actually more upset because, like in the in the original one, it's based on his actions. You realize the yeah. tragicness of it, especially because I believe that dad actually cared a lot more. Um, and mm. there's what, the, something the old Lois yeah. Creed, not the Jason Clark one. Yeah, yeah, like there is something so. My memory is cool. Sorry, you're sorry. going on because I remember being yeah. so annoyed. It, the it was kid came annoying. back, and within about two hours, he was shouting at her yeah. for ballet dancing yeah. around yeah. the room. Yeah, because she wrecked the room, and he's like, I can't remember what he says, but he shouts at her, and he's just like going. Dude, like... But you know. what made all the Stephen King films and books work originally was it was around these family things. And what Pet Cemetery, the original book and film, had was that marriage had its own struggles already beforehand. Obviously, Rachel was damaged with her own past. Mm. But even them themselves oh. and the parents of Rachel hating the dad was a very difficult thing missing. particularly with the murder or like the, the death of Gage because yeah. Yeah. the was really was like fault. was so upsetting because yeah. they blamed mm. him and, and remember that they is knock over, so they knock over the, the, the hand coffin. and the coffin and there was there was, oh, there was so yeah. much so there was so painful. much missing yeah. from this one in terms horrifi- of that. those moments horrified right? me because even when Lewis realises that's happened yeah. and, and everyone's crying and stuff and you it's just so fucked up it and is. that's where you can understand someone gets to this step exactly of going to this bad place and doing something and this one, he was just straight up. He's like, yeah, cool. Yeah, exactly. No biggie. Just going for I'll it. just pop out, you know, and yeah. we'll have a little wave of the wind to go on the way. And, and uh, you know, I, I, found, I found the whole, every pretty much everything with Judd annoyed me in this film. I have to Pre- say, he was the redeeming quality of uh, the film. Not, John not Lithgow. Yeah. I, think I love I, Lithgow, but I love John Lithgow. he booked me a bit in this as well. I was, I was excited to see him in it. I thought it was an interesting yeah. casting choice. I did think it was going to be difficult because the original Judd was iconic. Yeah. He oh, was just he, so... Do you know my dad and the, I text each other a y'all? Yeah. Like, that's like... The, no it's, harm, no foul. Yeah. He's so good in it. Judd Crandall is like our Yeah, I felt Lithgow was acting well. Absolutely. From the entire film, he is the thing that oh, I he, take he's home the better actor as, in the film, as, as the, but, the thing that I like about that film, part where he's burying the cat in the pet cemetery and he's just happy as Larry burying it. no bother he's like yeah, yeah the cat's dead oh, it's, it's too bad and then John Lithgow is just like he's just looking around kind of shifty for a second he goes yeah. oh come with me Ellie really <laughs> loved that cat these are the exact words he goes uh, your daughter really loved that cat and he's like yep yeah, digging away and he's like and you really love your daughter and he's like yep yeah. and then he goes <laughs> Come with me. Yeah, it's like, kind of deadfall. It was so tenuous. I did like the so deadfall tenuous. being more of a, a oh, like thing a, a Star Trek this... wasteland. Well, it is because in the in the, yeah, bo- like in, was, in the book yeah. the deadfall is very much a big thing and yeah. like climbing over and like I still like the idea of the loons and everything, which is yeah, in the book. Like in, in the book, yeah, they like, went back a bit. I have no problem with that. Uh, so the burial ground looked like a cheap set from oh, Star Trek: The Next Generation. Steps up to it. Yeah, but all the all the mess. But okay, wait, It was like there was that. What's wrong with having the Micmac burial ground? Are we that far that we can't have? Two things that we need to super discuss was the complete and utter like lack of Pascal. Yes, because um, he, he is so important know. to me in the original film. So Because he scares me, and yet he's there to help. But you right. can't tell what his intentions are. Yeah. Right. He is scary, and yet mm-hmm. he seems to be kind of helping. And it's just unclear until quite late on whether it's even good yeah. intentions or yeah. not. Uh, he, he really gets but he, me because there's no logic or reason on why no. or anything. He's just he's just there to be a guide, a yeah. spirit guide, whatever, and he is not 
in he he's in it like he's barely first. in this one and yet what? they expect you to remember his name later on when uh, Gage is yeah. talking yeah. about him they're kind of going yeah you know Pascal and you're kind of going only because I saw the other film and like <laughs> yeah. in, 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 in the original <laughs> when they're driving when, when, when Rachel and Ali are driving back and Pascal's he's in the there. back and like you see that in the I know <laughs> which I'm sorry but that was such good like I follow loads of like uh, you know horror things on Instagram which you <laughs> should do Instagram yeah. Connor, Connor and I you on Instagram and like um, I really hope that's it was, it was. It was so like the way he died was so. Un- I know that's terrible, but so underwhelming. Yeah. It was like there was. It there just, was no need for it to be in this new film, bar right. the fact that it's in part of the story Thank of the originals. You. There was no value Thank to this you. particular story. Yeah, and I really missed the yeah. presence of Pascal. Like, like that is. M- so you've m- lost the the tragedy of Rachel's parents hating the the dad, which is very yeah. tough. You've lost the meaning of Pascal. The one bit that actually really fucked me off was Zelda. Zelda. Oh! Zelda was like because and in the book and in the original there's something because we can all understand the fear of a child where you don't understand disease and Mm. the responsibility and all those things and I actually thought obviously Zelda is very disturbing looking in the original film Mm. but uh, it's a very debilitating. It's like uh, spinal meningitis, which is yeah. not a real thing. I looked it yeah. up because I was like, "Can that but happen?" Thank God, it's <laughs> not a real what, thing. What I thought they did so well with that was it's how it feels to be a kid in that situation yes. and the guilt and everything that comes with it. Do you it. mean in the original? In the original, yes. And what they did with this one, firstly, again, they seem to have no value on why. Even if you're going to change it, they didn't even seem to understand why that bit was so affecting yeah. to people. Yeah. They just thought, oh, yeah, because she kind of looked gross. That was that she was didn't their go to. Gross. And it wasn't the fact that. It's Rachel's fear of her in the room and fear of being left alone and responsibility. And fear of death. That was enough. It was like, no, she has to fall down the fucking lift. The thing. lazy waiter. They, they, had to, waiter. they had to, yeah. to whack it up a bit more because yeah. that, and you're like, it completely missed yeah. everything to do with it. Yeah, and it yeah. took away, it took away, like, you know, um, what what does she say? Like, like, uh, what, what does Zelda say in the original, that thing? Never. What did she say? He's looking at you, kid. Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rachel. <laughs> yeah, but uh, your back will be like mine. Yeah, but there's that chant that, that, oh, that she was does. So stupid. Yeah. That, no, in the but, but in I can't. The, I can't remember. In the original, she I, says something, or he, because it's, it was play, a man it's played, played by, by oh. played by a man. Stephen um, King's cameo. Because <laughs> <laughs> he does cameo. He does cameo. I was expecting a Stephen King cameo in this. He wasn't. He didn't do a cameo in this one. Because he probably just sounded it because he was like, no. shite. I'd say Stephen King liked this. I think Stephen King It liked was this. so far from well, the book. He says he it likes was... everything, but he likes the paycheck that comes with it. <laughs> yeah, I think long term he talks a bit more honestly I have to about say with Zelda, I was expecting them to butcher the whole strand of Zelda. But I actually feel like they it worked did. in this really? film. Yeah, what? I feel like, okay, so when the Dumbwaiter thing happened, I was a bit like, ah, oh, lads, that's, yeah. that's a bit far-fetched. Like, yeah. it felt a bit kind of like we need like, kind of like a horror kind yeah. of set yeah. piece yeah. kind of thing. But um, I felt like it helped kind of flesh out Rachel's character to the point that by the time she was face to face with Ellie, I knew why she was so terrified other than, oh, my daughter's a zombie coming at me. I I got the sense that she was this character on the edge. Like, well, yeah, she's the only who acts anywhere near slightly believable when she sees her resurrected kid. That's she's like, yeah. oh, fuck that. Yeah, because yeah, because yeah. it's been, because yeah. the groundwork has been laid all through that but story. But I think that she, her, her tragedy again in the original is so much more heartbreaking it because is. it's just from this, she can't face up to death and she just wants yeah. her child to not know what death is exactly. because it damaged her so much. I guess because it's not such yeah. a huge scene or such an over the top thing like falling down yeah. the hole that it the reality of that is much more affecting because you kind of go, I get it. Mm. It's not that this terrible tragedy happened to you. It's just this small thing yeah. that 
burnt into your brain yeah. uh, and how they all deal with talking about death and everything, the death, the church and the original. Mm. It, it is a very challenging thing. How do you bring those mm. things up? How do you... Yeah, you know, I, you I show just, your young daughters freaking pet cemetery well, yeah, when they're or, or, a lot more or let their pets die and yeah. like help them deal with death. Yeah, like. I, thought, I thought that scene was so bad as well. You know where the, the two parents were kind of going like when they was it when they're talking about the cat and he's going to heaven. And, oh! yes. and they're trying to have this. Well, no, he's not going to heaven. Uh, and it was just this really. It's much in the original. They have that lovely conversation. It's, it's about you can choose to believe in whatever mm-hmm. you want because your mom believes in heaven. And I don't know, but it's up to you. And she's like, I want to believe. And he's like, that's perfect. Yeah, it's like much nicer. Yeah, because I was thinking about films like even Poltergeist. You know, when when they really capture a sort of parents that feel like humans. Yes. And and something. Capture parents that feel like humans. Well, like the conversation feels like actually real people. But it also gets the point across. Like in Us, like that conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then something that feels like a really scripted, really like. Um, it felt like they were racing from A to B to C in this t- film as well. There was no even yeah. pacing to no, it. There was uh, now, and you might be right; that might be just trying to chop it down. But like, it still was long enough for it was what pretty it was. long. I was surprised uh, at how long it was. But yeah, because they do. Yeah, there's no feeling of building up a progression. No. It just yeah. goes. You yeah. know, here we are. Here we are. And here then, we are. And I also now, here's your like twisty that. ending. The Whoa. end. The end. I'm sorry, but like, I like the ri- the end. oh, oh I like Connor, no. and, and when the when the cat jumps up on the car, I was like, nice, that was okay. nice. No, Tell me this: what happens next? That's what I want to know. What? Like, what? They well, like, we, we do know what they happens reintegrate next, into society. I hadn't realized that it, because the original does start off with the aftermath. And it the starts original with, does start off with that. And so, okay, the fair opening is a bloody handprint on the inside of the car door and blood running from the car to the front door. Oh. So supposedly that's your answer to what happens when they knock on that door. It's a, the, so is your original film? No, in the, the new one yeah. starts yeah, yeah, with... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, no. So no, the original basically doesn't. Gage is murdered. Yeah. Uh, no, but like... But then but, why but bloody but him up? Bring like, him back and yeah, there's a zombie family but, and they're going to live like in the house? But, I think exactly. they're going to spread their, their disease out into the world, But right? this, it's not a disease. Mm. Well, like, I mean, you know... It's a lot of burying. They're just going to kill it. It's <laughs> literally... Kill people, and the stone is... And the dead the... will walk the earth. But see, if you're going to do that, there scary. has to be some sense of... Because I, I think what they were going for this one is the idea that it's the, the dark spirit up there that's bringing them back does want to spread and come back to earth. But that's not in the film. That's something I had to try and pull out of maybe they were going for it. And also... I hated the ending. And I, I know they it. had three endings and they're like... They had three endings. They had Did three they? different endings and they're like, they're all brilliant. This was the most dark. Uh, but we tested them and the audience liked the most dark one. And sometimes when you're making a film, you have to realize that other people know the ending they want and to have. And I was like, you fucking that is why it got better reviews because the audience is... It's oh, not... You can't pick your <laughs> ending of the film based on okay. committee. Okay. It's, it's, it's not an ending. People don't know what they want. No, they yeah. don't. It I'll was, tell them what they want. Was, <laughs> As Henry Ford said, if he asked the what they wanted, they'd want a faster horse. Uh, yeah. also, yeah. also, just another thing. Uh, the poor, poor cover of the Ramones version of Pet oh, Sematary yes. at the end. I, I, th- I thought bonus points for that. I knew they weren't going to use the original Ramones, which is iconic and oh, beautiful. Uh, but doing a cover of it makes sense. Yeah. yeah, but like, but totally. if you love like, the original so much that you're doing all these things, like, what have you done to this film? And I, I think they should have gone for something different, and yeah. it doesn't have to be what we yeah. always totally. like. But yeah, I, I can't reconcile in my head so many. Like when you watch the Carpenter's thing against the original thing, I like, I get it. You love the concept of the other one. You wanted to do something different, yeah. but like, you clearly love that, and you got what made the mm. first one creepy. Mm. In this one, I'm like, 
you clearly didn't love that film the way I love that film mm. because yeah. you seem to recognize none of the qualities in it yeah. for me well uh, well for me when I first saw the trailer uh, or, or even heard they were doing a remake of Pet Cemetery, I was like ah oh, here we fucking go like you know here we go they're gonna yeah, fucking I was really excited oh no I was I was, really, I, was I was, I was like, the opposite I was yeah, like, we're so I was like polar opposite this. they've just basically looked at a list of horror movies that were successful well, they've just greened at every and, Stephen and King when, when they turn yeah, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. and they've just yeah. said yeah now it's time to do Pet Cemetery, and yeah. we'll just get a bunch of money and make this movie and then I saw the trailer and I saw those kids banging the drums walking at the forest and I wanted to erase that movie oh, from existence before I know. it hit the and that was the, I think a Wicker Man vibe would have been better in this than what they well, did with well if book. they were going to do it they should have fucking Done like it. followed through <laughs> oh yeah it's just dropped yeah, yeah. it's just so in the film it's just this scene of these random kids yeah. who are they <laughs> yeah. who cares there's nothing more to it it's just here's a moment yeah, yeah. and then that's it and then later on she comes back and she's got the mask on and it's kind of like oh a scary mask uh-huh. um, so having said all that that frustrated me yeah but I liked the film. So would you say thumbs up? Ah, I liked no, the film. No! It was like, I didn't love it, but it was fine. It was fine. And, and you know, to be honest, I think oh, I came sorry. into it with low expectations. You guys were all saying like, oh, it's terrible. It's so bad. And I was like, yeah, just as I suspected. And then I went in and I was sitting there going, right, yeah, this is going to be the biggest load of shit ever. And I was like, it's grand. This is the point, Stephen, where you just wind his mic down. Right? <laughs> it's fine. I uh, mean, again, you're entitled to your opinion. Even after <laughs> everything you've said. No. After I'm everything we've said. So coming not... next week, the new format with only three people on your Because, again, I'm not going to devalue your experience. Thank you, Ali. <laughs> not going to do it. Um, because that is not what film is about. Yeah, but no, look, I, I see a lot of problems with the film as well, but not enough to make me hate it. You know what I mean? And I did have a satisfying cinema experience and there were people fucking screaming in the cinema when I went to see it. See, that's when he's, like, for me, when he's brushing her hair. Scare. He's yeah, that's hair in the bat. People, yeah. I, there was a girl behind me, and she made such a fucking. The bat scene noise. is gross. There's no question. Like, so, like, they got one or two bits, but like, I was amazed how little. If you're going for mm. the horror audience, the teen audience, I yeah. thought you'd be leaning more even to the bad Insidious Three with more jump yeah. scares or something. Sure. They seemed sure. to like it was it was going for a tone of dread as opposed to. There was one great jump scare where the truck drove. Past. Oh my god, Connor jumped. The first twice. time, oh, yes, yeah. Connor jumped. Cat nearly had a heart twice. attack at that moment. Literally, back then. It's like the scariest thing about that film is a freaking truck. Or when Pascal yeah. fucking jumps up in his seat at start, no. he's like taking no. off his love and Pascal Are jumps off. I no. I shit my pants a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. I justice for Pascal, justice for Zelda. Hashtag. Here's what I want to know. Can we high five that. Here's what I want to know. What would happen if you buried Zelda? In the pet cemetery. Well, she. No, was... I would watch that fucking film. Are we going to do a game? <laughs> and the guys from Star Wars going, we're in, lads. <laughs> Never be rid of me. That was what she said. Oh yeah! Oh, never shit, be yeah. rid of me. I remember the book reading that and being like, "I hope that fucking never happens to me." That is horrendous. I know, like, and I, that's I literally had to look it off because I was like, <laughs> "Spider Man is eyes." I never want to get that. Wasn't it that like that's the interesting thing with the original Pet Cemetery because for a long time no one was going to make it because of the death of kid. That's why I'm pissed off with the switch on this one because. Mm. Most films nowadays are not brave enough to deal with the tragic death of a young child. Yeah. In the same way, even the, a lot of the releases Except of Dawn of the Dead Dad, cut apparently. out the scenes with like uh, little Baby. kids being shot after the Dumbledore massacre. They they removed it from okay. the nations. And I, you know, I get to some extent certain respects, but 
it scares me that certain things are so off limits, like that yeah. kind of stuff. Uh, in the original one, though, they weren't even going to make that film. It was just because they had the writer's strike at the time and the studio had no other scripts that they could go right. with. So they just pulled it out of a drawer and they just said, oh, I guess we'll give it a go. That's kind of why it has a bit of that TV sort of feel. Right, right, right. It was a thrown together thing at the strikes and we would have been robbed of that film. Because yeah. there's something, for me, again, very upsetting about Resurrected Gage. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. In the house. It, and yeah. especially when he's, he's killed. Still innocent. The whole no fair daddy, no fair. Yeah. And when he falls yeah, yeah, backwards exactly. and bangs it. Like, it's just. Yeah, yeah. It Very is because he's creepy. innocent, but he's also like the devil. Yes, you know. Yeah. But he doesn't have superpowers. He's, he's, he's not, not bouncing exactly. off the walls. He is yeah. still and, a vulnerable child. Judd's Achilles heel. That was that. That yes. was that was like. You and know, again, they set this one up to play with people's expectations. Yeah, yeah. You're like, either you're making it for the new audiences, or you're making it for the old ones. Yeah. You, 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 this film was neither for me. Yeah. Uh, it'd be interesting to see how it stands up in time. Uh, I think it'll be a totally forgotten remake. Totally. Uh, I, I think yeah, because so. original Zelda still haunts me. Still. The images of her, but I don't have any images in my brain from this new film. No. I, yeah, there's no, nothing no. actually that stands out. There's no yeah. strong. Maybe the the girl in the bath. That's probably. That's good. Jord, Jord getting one. left by the bonfire. <laughs> yeah, me going, that was what funny. the hell? Yeah, that was so weird. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that's four thumbs up for Pet Cemetery. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Better than us. Did we mention Connor's got four thumbs? Because <laughs> <laughs> I came back wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, two high fives. Yeah. Yes. So shall we wrap this beautiful? Lady? Yep. I think that's it for. So, yeah, this month or two well, bi-monthly bi-months I've like on uh, yeah I'd say it'd probably be two months but thanks for listening to us sorry it was more positive hopefully next time we'll have more films that we hopefully did enjoy hopefully there'll be more films I enjoyed lots of watch. them we had I think I, do you know what I, I love this 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 um, podcast right now tonight because it was the first time that I've talked to three people in months, in months <laughs> yeah. ever uh, who liked us and I have True. been I have been literally being told you're wrong you're wrong yeah. you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong you're I wrong. wish we'd done one just and after that actually just when it was still fresh in our heads because there, there would be a good chat yeah, to be had yeah. about. maybe when it comes out uh, again we'll have a rewatch of the chat I, uh, it, yeah. I'd have no problem we, we could even do it's separate like a ones where we actually film, do a half an hour chat right? about a film like kind of mm-hmm. what we do with Pet Cemetery, where you can actually really sure, get into yeah. it uh, yeah. it could be fun like yeah. Fulci never made sense right but we all love Fulci yeah some of them not the Donald Duck one Manhattan Baby or whatever some of them are you a ripper but uh so okay. goodbye. <laughs> Ciao, bye. See ya. Happy horror out. Thanks, guys. Follow Connor McMahon on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Instagram. Connor.McMahon9. <laughs> it's a guy with a bag and there's a spider in it. <laughs>